Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. January 15th, C.I. Schofield. On this date, in 1909, Schofield published the Schofield Reference Bible. He had started out as an attorney, and President Ulysses S. Grant appointed him U.S. District Attorney for the District of Kansas. But amidst ugly rumors about bribes, thievery, and forgery, Schofield resigned and left the area. He was a man with many gifts and one enormous problem. Early in his life, that problem caused Schofield a lot of grief. Listen to the story. Do you feel you're out of God's reach because of your sin? Be transparent. God can turn your mess into his message. C.I. Schofield's early life was in the fast lane and heading to a bad end. He had abandoned his wife and child, fled a government job to avoid criminal charges, and tried to dull his pain with alcohol. But God had a plan for Schofield's life and sent a friend named Thomas McFeeters. McFeeters challenged his friend, why aren't you a Christian? Schofield tried to deflect the conversation. Does not the Bible say something about drunkards having no place in heaven? I'm a hard drinker, McFeeters. You haven't answered my question, Schofield. Why are you not a Christian? Schofield replied, I do not recall ever having been shown just how to be a Christian. I do not know how. McFeeters read aloud Acts 13, 38 and 39. Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man Jesus, forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. And by him, everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. It was as if the words pierced Schofield's heart. Like the Philippian jailer, Schofield asked, what must I do to be saved? McFeeters read the words again. Then the two men knelt and Schofield received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Later, Schofield told his biographer, Mr. Trumball, Oh, Trumball, put it into the story. Put it in big and plain. Instantly, the chains were broken, never to be forged again. The passion for drink was taken away. Put it in. Instantly, dear Trumbull. Make it plain. Don't say he strove with his drinking sin and came off the victor. He did nothing of the kind. Divine power did it, holy of grace, to Christ be all the glory. Schofield quickly got into Christian work with the YMCA and formed a relationship with a remarkable preacher, pastor, and Bible teacher of St. Louis and spent many hours in the pastor's home studying the Bible with him. Later, he shared his story of deliverance. He realized, by the grace of God, I am what I am as it is stated in 1 Corinthians 15.10, he didn't want others to think his deliverance came from his own human ingenuity or victorious efforts. It had come solely by the grace of God. 
But prominent preacher D.L. Moody advised Schofield against telling the story of his rescue from alcoholism. Moody firmly believed sin was under the blood of Jesus. He thought it might lessen Schofield's credibility as a minister. Moody thought the only exception should be during revival meetings where drinking men might be present. Schofield did not want to respond hastily. He played the conversation over in his mind again, then wisely replied, I must leave myself in the hands of the Holy Spirit for whatever guidance he might indicate. Shortly after this, Schofield spoke to an audience of about 800 students at Northfield, where Moody pastored. During the course of his sermon, he was strongly impressed to give the testimony of his own deliverance from being enslaved to alcohol through all the sufficient power of the Holy Spirit. Schofield said, great opportunities had indeed been given me, and for years I made them my own. But slowly, insidiously, the all but universal habit of drink in the society and among the men of my time overmastered me. I was not the victor in the battle of life, but ruined and a hopeless man who, despite all his struggles, was fast bound in chains of his own forging. The man I had become had no thought of Christ, but the Lord of glory sought him. Through Thomas McFeeders, a joyous, hopeful soul, Jesus Christ offered himself to that wreck. That wreck, C.I. Schofield accepted Jesus Christ. It was evident God greatly blessed the lives of the students through Schofield's transparency. After the service, Moody said emphatically, Schofield, you take the advice of the Holy Spirit hereafter, not of D.L. Moody. Do you feel you are out of God's reach because of sin in your life? Are you willing to be transparent and confess that sin to God and ask him to forgive you? Is today the day you surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Remember, you are never out of God's reach because of your sin. Be transparent. God can turn your mess into his message. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.